Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. One of the guests tomorrow at that event is the uh, is the uh, WWE uh, wrestler Hall of Famer, wrestling Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Robertson. Uh, we're so fortunate to get him uh, right now on the Hodges Glass Little Rock Glass Hotline. Uh, good morning, Jake. How are you this morning? I'm absolutely fabulous, man. Can't wait to get to Little Rock. Uh, I was going to ask how many times, and I'm sure you probably can't give me an exact number, but in, off the top of your head, how many times do you think you've been to Arkansas to wrestle? Oh, God, probably a couple hundred. <laughs> you, you, you know, that's the crazy thing, Jake. Uh, I think you turned 69 coming up May 30th, if my memory serves yeah. right on your birthday. Um, to look at what your, where your career and how far it has spanned, it started in 1974. Uh, I was yeah. trying to think. I always thought, for me, I always thought how many hours of, of live radio I've done over the last 25 years. Have you ever taken a minute just to try to figure out how many matches maybe? I know you can't give an exact number, but from 1974, no, yeah. I, I'm not trying to do that. It, it would just—it would probably make me sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it is a obviously a Hall of Fame career, and uh, so many. I, I was talking to Roger, my co-host, about this. And by the way, I wish—I I don't think Justin Moore is with us. I know Justin really wanted to, to hop on with you because he's friends with Diamond Dallas Page. But uh, right. looking looking at the number of names you've wrestled, everybody in the business. I mean, there is nobody. I don't think that you. You know, I was reading your bio of all the different matches you've had it's, it's mind-numbing to think that you have, have had that many matches against that many people yeah it is you know i mean uh, especially these days when i keep counting the obituaries man yeah all these guys are gone and i'm still hanging around you know and uh i wouldn't be if it wasn't for diamond Dallas page uh, if he hadn't reached out and helped me out when i was in my darkest hour I wouldn't be here today, and I, I'm certainly here today, and certainly happy, and more, more importantly, certainly sober. Well, I, I, we mentioned uh, Justin Moore, who's our co-host and, and obviously country music artist. He's become really good friends with Diamond Dallas Page, and yeah. he, he just really bragged on the kind of guy he is. And then Roger is is a recovering addict of, of how many years now, Roger? Sixteen. Yeah, and so you know, we've seen the story. We've watched the video. It's, it's amazing. Two stories: one, what you've overcome to, to get where you are right now, and what Diamond Dallas Page has done, and his yoga and all these things, and the fact that you tutored him, uh, you gave him so many tips to get started and all that and then yep. he comes back and helps you and, and when you were in a time of need yeah it's uh it's certainly a great story you know it really is you know it's about two guys who, who love the business and uh you know really loved each other too you know and uh he certainly he certainly saved me from the dark my darkest days man well, and the great thing too, Jake, it, it, it looks. And again, I, I'm not sure how crazy your schedule is. I'm sure you're still making these appearances. But I saw one video of you helping somebody else, and somebody else that was going through addiction. And so that was yep. you were talking about. You, you said to him, you said, "When I'm gone, sort of my legacy carries on through you because I help you, and you can go help others," which I thought was really cool. Exactly right. Too. It, it's um, something that I try to do every day, man, if I can. I'm tutoring several people, and uh, we're just trying to make it day by day, you know. And uh, addiction's such a big part of what's happening to America. Because it doesn't affect just one person. If it affects one person, it affects 50. You know, yeah. by the time it gets through with the family and their jobs and uh, with everything. 
So, well, what addiction is something we need to play at, man, and all it takes is a helping hand. We're visiting with Jake the Snake Roberts, who will be uh, at Fletcher Dodge Cross Your Jeep for the Big Mopar Show tomorrow. Uh, you have a chance uh, to meet, have a picture, an autograph by Jake the Snake. Fifty dollars for a photo, fifty dollars for a uh, autograph, or you can get uh, both combined for eighty bucks, and you'll be there. I think your hours are ten to three, right, Jake? You're going to be yeah, there? ten to three. Be yeah. there signing stuff, taking pictures, man, shaking hands. I just want to talk, man. I just want to talk to the people. See what. See where the first time they saw me wrestle was. I, I get quite a kick out of that. Especially when some old codger comes up there at 70 years old. And I remember you when I was a kid. You know, you know, hit me with that crap. I want to punch him right in the throat. <laughs> I was uh, I got the DDT on it. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. That's the other thing you, you, you've uh, is, is you know I was reading too, Roger. I don't know if you agree with this, but I've read that the DDT is the most famous move voted by wrestling fans, and there's some debate on whether it was that it was yours or some guy out of Mexico back in the '60s. But you're the one who perfected it and made it big. And I guess you got to take a lot of pride in, in, in the fact that you're the guy that's synonymous with that. Absolutely. I, I, I came on by accident, you know. Uh, I had a front face lock on a guy, and I went to push him into the corner, and he pushed back, and he stepped on my foot at the same time, and we went down. And that's how it began. Because well, I, I got like up, that. and he didn't. <laughs> and listen, everybody knows that one. I mean, other than getting on the uh, the turnbuckle and then jumping off, the DDT was there, and then when you brought out the uh, the snake. snake I, yes. I've seen photographs where there are people in the audience that see you doing all that and see, like, the photo of you uh, uh, knocking down uh, Randy Savage and just people, just the utter surprise that people are seeing when this is going on. Jake, I want to ask oh, yeah. you about your sobriety. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm with uh, Your sobriety. It's been 10, 11 years now. Uh, you know exactly? No, it's been, it's been 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. How many times, in watching a video that I saw, and this is just to help other addicts that are out there and to give people encouragement. I know someone who just celebrated four years uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I know another guy who has celebrated 30 days for the half a dozen, yeah. if you will, time. Yeah. How many times, after watching that video that I saw when you were, I think the last time, barefoot in the airport, drunk, and uh, uh, yeah. ages coming to get you, how many times did yeah. you relapse? before you finally got it? Four. Four times? Four times. What was yeah. the one that finally gave you the wake-up call? The airport. That was it? That was it? Yeah, and that the was the one that stuck. You know, I, I guess it did. I, I mean, you're just going, and, and it is because of the addiction. It is because of the pain and all that, because you were making tons of money uh, uh, oh, doing yeah. what you were doing. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and I think you know, it, 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 go ahead, go ahead. It, it, it doesn't care how much money you make. No. It doesn't care how good of a family you've got. It doesn't care, you know, it doesn't care about your big house, man. All it oh, cares care about is taking you, you down. Don't let yeah. down. Well, sure as hell don't, brother. And, uh, and you've been there. You know what it's like, man. It's hell. It's living hell. You know, I, I've been to a lot of rehabs, and I've been to several several uh, uh, jails and I never met anybody in either place that said their dream was to grow up and become an addict or a drunk nobody dreams of doing it nobody but yet it still happens 
Oh, yeah. And, and the, Every day. And the lifestyle, Jake, uh, here's the other thing, too. The lifestyle of a wrestler, it, it, it is such a grind. You're on the road for so long. Uh, yeah. Different towns, different – I mean, it, it is just – people don't understand. Of course, you're also – you had a tough childhood. You didn't have the perfect yeah. childhood still coming up. And so all those things together, uh, it's certainly a, a very combustible situation to be able to have addiction pop its head up because it just – it's a strain what you, what you do for a living. It absolutely was a strain, you know, but, you know, that's no excuse to turn to alcohol and drugs. I still made that choice. It was a bad choice, but the bottom line was I was tired of the pain. I was tired of the shame, the anger. I was tired of all that shit, you know, and uh, each time I drank, it was usually to to forget. Not to remember, but to forget. Yeah, it certainly makes sense. Let, let me ask you this, too. Obviously, everybody can see Jake the Snake tomorrow at Fletcher Dodge Crotcher Jeep in, in Sherwood. Uh, the, the good things, the, the, the positive memories, what are a couple of the – who are a couple of the names outside of Diamond Dallas Page? It's just a man. Those were great times. Love that guy. Uh, oh, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Ricky Steamboat, Ronnie Garvin, uh, Ted DiBiase. Uh, the list goes on and on, man. There were a lot of great guys back then, man. Don Morocco. God, I love Don. Cowboy Bob Orton. He was a horse. Yeah. And the it's, list it's goes on and on, man. Yeah. yeah. What about, Jake, what about the wrestling now? Do you keep up? Are you locked in to, to the wrestlers of today? Anybody you really like? Well, I'm, I'm locked into it because I still work with AEW. I manage uh, right. Lance Archer. And uh, he's a horse. He is a monster, man. Good God, if I was his size, I'd wrap up in jail. <laughs> but, yeah, I would have, man, because he's got so much power, and he's so he's so agile, and uh, he's just he's a one of a kind guy. But no, I also work behind the scenes teaching guys how to do interviews. And so I do have my eye on the product. And uh, AEW's got a great group of guys in there. And uh, these kids are getting it together. Jake, uh, uh, Jake can I, I want to ask yeah. you a question about uh, on the mic. You know, I think some guys really struggle to be sincere, and we were, we were we knew we were going to have you on, and we were just kind of watching videos of, of you speak. The sincerity and kind of the realness. How did you bring yeah. that? How did you bring that to a lot of your promos and a lot of your mic work? You know, it's something I studied really hard on, man. And uh, I had an accident whenever I was uh, twenty-two. A guy by the name of Bob Root dropped a knee in my throat, and when he did, he crushed my voice box. And uh, I can't yell. If I try to yell, nothing comes out. So I had to learn a different way to do interviews. You know, the screamer and the guy that goes out there and sees how loud he can be. I had to do it with sincerity. And uh, that's what I did. And then I just picked up on you know, the, the best interview is the guy that knows where he steals, steals the, the best stuff. You know, the best lines. If you can go out and find those, then you've got it, you've got it beat. Well, not only did you obviously great on the mic, and not only did you have the DDT, but you had the snake effect. How, how did that come to be? How, how did the whole snake bit come to be? And I was wondering, do you, do you still have any snakes around the house or what you were God, no. <laughs> So how did, how did the snake bit come to be? Well, you know, I came up with the idea and uh, while I was in Mid-South. And Bill Watts told me I was an ignorant 
shit. And uh, it wasn't a circus that we were doing, which I argued the point on that. <laughs> this isn't the circus. Come on, you got Kamala from Uganda. Yeah, Uganda, Uganda, Mississippi. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah, it's not a circus. But uh, when, I, when I got to WWF, that was one of the things they wanted. And uh, at the same time of me getting ready to scream, hell no, this uh, man slid a piece of paper over to me that had a bunch of zeros on it with a number in front of them and I just said oh yeah no problem <laughs> you know absolutely money's a funny thing man it'll turn you into a whore real quick oh that's right <laughs> yes uh, yes it will I, I did have to ask because uh, you know uh, our, our buddy Justin was talking about uh, DDP's yoga class and so I logged yeah. on and my, my girlfriend does yoga and, and I was impressed with how great shape uh pages in i mean he low body fat you know he's, he's mid, mid 60s or 68 or something uh he's in amazing shape and i was wondering i know he got, he helped get you in shape do you have any yeah. uh injuries you have a lot of joint issues after all the years in the ring sure i do i'm gonna have another hip uh done uh, here fairly soon but uh, his workout is the best thing going bar none Bar none. I, I wish the hell had been around 30 years ago. You know, it saved me a lot of uh, anguish and frustration because I wouldn't have gone to the gym as much as I would have just kept doing the, the yoga routine because it gives you the flexibility and it gives you the balance that you need to, in your older years, man. You need the flexibility and balance. That's what we struggle we with know. when we get older. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the the Roger the I was watching it. Yeah, have you you know I wanted to see some about the yoga, and yeah, it's yeah. not your typical no. yoga. It's no. not it, what even even Paige says. It's not your it's not your granddad's yoga. No. It's, there, there's there's no. a lot of emotion in it. Yeah. There's there's yelling yeah, in it at right. times. You see the the, the diamond cutter, right. all that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But, but I would be willing to do this. This is what I told Justin Moore, uh, Jake. I said I, I, we should we should hop on a plane, Roger, and head to Atlanta and take his class. We we, we, we should take it because I think he's still he, right. he, he, he teaches every day, right, Jake? Still? Uh, yeah, he still, he still teaches every day, man. He, he never gets it off the clock. <laughs> In his house every day, and yeah. it's, it's still yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should go. I know. We I should do. definitely now, do. Now, now, do you you live in the Atlanta area now, Jake? Is that where your home base sure is? I do. Yeah, I live in Smyrna. Smyrna, gotcha. Oh, very good. Gotcha. Very good. Well, listen, I, I, you're a hero to so many people, Jake. And uh, uh, tomorrow, when you're at, well, you just are. And and I mean, you've got a platform that everybody can, that that a great deal of uh, people listen to and know about. So tomorrow, uh, there's going to be somebody that's going to come up to you, man, and yeah. going to love your story. And uh, you're doing yeah. exactly what you want everybody to do. That's yeah. been in our position before, and that's to uh, let you know that there's still hope out there, and somebody's going to somebody can come to you and do that, man. I do too, man. I look forward to helping somebody in the Little Rock area. I really do. Yep. Well, thanks for jumping on with us and uh, yeah, continue success. Yeah, love your story and looking forward to, like Roger said, you uh, having a having a great day tomorrow here in Central Arkansas. You know, I'm going to have a wonderful day, man. It's one of those days that you just can't be like a slow one. Yeah, right on. Thanks, right Jack. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye bye.